재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Well, twice a week, we tap into the Korean mindset the best way we know how by listening carefully to what Koreans are saying online or in their domestic media. It's a little thing we call Culture Pulse. And on Thursdays, Natasha Saw is here in the studio. Hey, Natasha. Good morning, Carl. Happy Children's Day. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I'm a little bit of a child at heart on every day, but especially on today. So topic number one today, uh, a real big apology coming down, but not everybody is totally satisfied. Right. So earlier this week on Monday, uh, the British... British-based firm Rickett Benkiser, they held a press conference in which it apologized and admitted responsibility for the damage its line of humidifier disinfectants caused in Korea, hmm. which resulted in around 100 deaths. Now, to fully understand the significance of Rickett Benkiser's apology, we need to rewind back several years to early 2011, when doctors started noticing a nationwide jump in the number of severe lung ailments that couldn't be traced to the usual suspects of microbial infection, cancer, trauma, and so on. Affected patients had different lifestyles, dietary habits, and medical histories, but the one thing they did have in common was that they all used humidifier disinfectants. Okay, and so just so we know what humidifier disinfectants exactly are, what are we talking about? Uh, so they're the liquid chemicals that it comes in a bottle and you're supposed to add 5 to 10 milliliters of it to your ultrasonic sterilizer to disinfect both the water and the st- uh, uh, humidifier machine. Hmm. So after an extended study, the government officially announced five years ago, back in late 2011, that humidifier disinfectants directly caused or significantly contributed to the death of over 200 people and the development of severe lung problems in around 1,500 more. Wow. And since then, disinfectants have been dubbed the killer disinfectants, Korea's thalidomide and biocide in a bottle. And so apparently uh, the reason for Reckitt Ben Kieser to be apologizing for this. Uh, were, were they all from that company? Well, no, there were more than a dozen companies that produced their own uh, toxic humidifier disinfectants. But Rickett Benkiser, which operates in Korea under the name Oxy Rickett Benkiser, they resulted in by far the most number of deaths, a little over 100. The next two companies, Aegyong and Lotte Mat, they were responsible for roughly 30 and 20 deaths each. So presumably uh, an apology might be forthcoming from them at some point. Presumably, yes. And for a very long time, all involved companies, not just Rickett Benkiser, but they have re- all remained frustratingly silent on the issue. Victims and civil groups have held protests, press conferences, numerous ones, and they've even demonstrated in front of the parent Rickett Benkiser office in London. And it wasn't until recently that firms have started to slowly uh, speak up. Hmm. Mid-April last month, Lutte Mat, they offered an official apology through a press conference and said that it would offer an unspecified uh, compensation to victims and their families. On that day, six hours later, Home Plus followed suit and did something similar. And now Oxyrecket Benkiser, apology, compensation for class one and two victims and a $9 million fund for the rest. Okay, so actually, uh, Reckitt Benkiser is a bit late to the party when it comes to these apologies. Uh, Any reaction from the victims' families? 
Uh, very uh, violent responses, I would say. Uh, they were not satisfied in the least. The apology was much too late in coming, five years, and the $9 million amount were considered much too small for mm. the damage. Now, at the press conference, Oxy Rickett Benkiser, they skirted around some very damning questions that have risen over the years, such as, were they aware that their products were dangerous and did they continue selling it anyway? And also, did they pay researchers to fabricate study results? Families of victims denounced the press conference as a simple ploy to avoid prosecution. And meanwhile, consumer groups and environmental groups have been rallying together in a boycott movement. And there's also been a lot of support from online SNS users as well uh, regarding the boycott. Yesterday, the Korean Federation of Environmental Movement, they held a boycott protest in front of EMAT's Yongsan branch, asking the discount outlet to stop carrying Oxy products. EMAT's main competitor, Lotte Mat, said on Wednesday that it would start making new orders to Record Bank Kizer, as did e-commerce companies Kupang, Ticketmonster and We Make Price. Hmm. So, in essence, there's not really much that Rankit Benkiser could do at this point. Uh, these protesters want to bring, want the company out, basically. Out of Korea. Just uh, so even if they came out with more compensation or something along those lines, mm-hmm. probably there's nothing they could do to placate these people. What are people saying online? Uh, many impassioned responses. Uh, one person wrote... Many of the victims were young children and expecting mothers. Parents were only trying to create the best environment for their little ones. They thought they were doing the right thing. Five years for an apology? It'll take a lifetime to heal the wounds. Hmm. We should boycott Aegyeong products as well. The environmental movement group is doing something good for once. I don't understand why the government isn't stepping up more to deal with the issue. And finally, Oxy out. Get out of Korea. Yeah, there you go. That That's sort of a neat and short uh, summary of the sentiment right there. I don't use an electric humidifier, do you? I do, but because of these problems, the problem with ultrasonic humidifiers, they work by splitting the water, uh-huh. right, and vaporizing it. But whatever you add in it, like these humidifiers, also gets uh, yeah. split and made into gas. So you can actually get drunk if you put soju, for example, in the humidifier. Stop it. So it is it is a subculture. But because of those things, I use a boiling humidifier yeah. that works by... Just by vaporizing. heating the water naturally. That's I use right. grandma's method. I wet a towel and I hang it up on a hanger. Mm-hmm. And That's that, the that does the do trick it. for me. All right, topic number two, the big day for kids out there. Children's Day, not to mention tomorrow has been declared a temporary one-off holiday. So we got four days, most families do, mm-hmm. for uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun, a lot of family outings, I would imagine. The problem is, uh, what's supposed to be quality family time, it can turn quickly into a parent's nightmare when children go missing. And because there are more holidays and ergo opportunities for family outings, the irony is that more children go missing in the month of May, family month, than any other time of the year. I wonder why that is. More, more. I guess because more opportunities for going out simply yeah they're out of the house mm. i mean so they're they're not under the helicopter parent watch all the time they're out camping or they're out playing and uh, unfortunately it's uh, an opportunity for either predators or accidents mm-hmm, absolutely so according to the national police agency the number of missing children's cases filed in the month of may is usually up to three times higher than the monthly average hmm. so let's run through some key tips to remember during this long weekend number one 
never let your children out of sight, especially in a crowded place such as theme parks and shopping malls. And number two, in case you need to file a report, always be aware of your child's latest height and weight, as well as any unique verbal or behavioural patterns. And, hmm. you know, I read something interesting online uh, on one of those life hack communities. Yeah. A parent said that every time he leaves the front door of his house with his pet or his child, he takes three quick shots, front, side, back. Interesting. Mm, so that he knows... This is the last I saw of him, and this exactly. is exactly what he looks like. And what he's wearing. Ah, that's a very good tip. Very good idea. I, it doesn't take long, right? It doesn't take long, and it's very smart to do that. The other thing that occurred to me when you were saying that was uh, it would make sense to have an immediate little dossier folder available at any time to hand over to police, uh, electronic or otherwise. Right, right. So if something comes up, boom, this is his stats, this is his photos, this is his blood type, everything. Mm-hmm. And you said there were three, right? Right. So the last tip, have your children memorize their phone number or your home phone number and the home address. Write it on post-its around the house, quiz them on it now and then, and have it written out on pieces of paper for them to carry. That makes sense. And to have a backup plan, there was a show, uh, Louis C.K., do you ever watch that uh, show? Yeah, yeah. He's got two little girls right in the middle of New York City, and they've got what they call the subway rules. Mm-hmm. So if we get separated on the subway, what do you do? And he quizzes them on it all the time. You're supposed to stay in that place, right? Stay well, in he says, you know, if, if you're on the train, ride to the next stop, get out, wait. Uh-huh, you know, right. Go to the nearest subway official or whatever right, right. on the track and mm-hmm. wait there and I'll come and get you. Ah. And then if you if I'm on the train, you stay there, I'll come back and get you. Right. you know, so they have he's got the kids really memorizing that. Are, are they his kids, Louis C.K.'s? Well, yeah, they They're, represent his kids. They're actresses oh, on the right, show, right, right. but they represent his two kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, good tips. Um, I think parents need to beware in this day and age. So uh, some children are getting uh, official gifts on this holiday. Yeah, they got some early presents, uh, children in the Suncheon city of Tolanamda province. It's called the Miracle Playground Number 1. So it's a playground, and it challenges the usual concepts of the modern playground. There are no swings or seesaws to be seen, and the terrain is kept in its natural undulating form, and the ground is either covered in grass or dirt, and not in those fancy shock-absorbing urethane or rubber. Undulating form. You mean that that you're just being fancy with your vocabulary today, aren't you? You just mean they didn't flatten it out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if it's got a hill there, it stays a hill. Yeah. Okay. So the designing principle of these Miracle Playground is to provide a fun place for children to play in where they can test their limits through trial and error. According to head designer Pyeon Hae-moon, children need to face what's called a healthy risk in the playground. He added that in the name of safety, we adults only allow danger-free playgrounds to our children. And the argument is that this is counterproductive because such sterile environments are different to the real world and limits a child's growth and imagination. So while things like broken glass and rusty nails have been taken away, there is, uh, for example, a slide down a steep hill and a wobbly bridge to cross over. And as I mentioned, undulating hills so they can run across it and some local schools have had early access to the park but for the rest of us for the rest of the children in Suncheon city of Talanamda province it will officially open this saturday may 7th so let me get this straight they call it miracle playground and basically they haven't built anything they've just left no, it no <laughs> they left it's got it like a lot more as is than that. no no there's a hill there's a playground uh, there's a, a slide so there are some machines like a slide and not a machine it's sort of built very um 
sort of basic yeah. so that children can use their own imagination to build from that. A minimalist playground. My favorite playground when I was a kid was my grandma's yard had a big old pile of dirt and that's where I played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's exactly yeah, I'd dig what up worms doing. and all that stuff. <laughs> what are some people saying about this playground? Great idea with fun playgrounds like these. I think children will be less likely to fall for mindless computer games. That's wishful thinking. <laughs> this is just like the hills we played in as country kids. And finally, here is hoping to up to 10, uh, 100 miracle playgrounds in the future. This is number one. We've just got 99 to go. Mm-hmm. I think what kids will end up doing is bringing their mindless uh, smartphone games <laughs> to the playground. <laughs> <laughs> and sitting on a pile of dirt uh, while they shoot aliens or whatever they're doing. <laughs> All right, Natasha, I hope you have a good holiday weekend ahead. Thanks for this edition of Culture Pulse. Thanks for having me. And Koreascape returns right after this.